Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Girlfriend's Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Tati. Hey guys, and this is your host, Ellie. And we want to say thank you guys for joining us once again for another episode. We really appreciate all the support. Um, the past episode that we just had, blown away by like how many listens we got just within the one week. Just within the one week. I don't know why these last two episodes, like so much support and the got- listens have been going crazy. You guys have been supporting us since day one. Yes. Since day one. And I think I think by now Tati and I should be very like used to this, but we're not. We're not. <laughs> every week we're like We start the we start the episode the same like the same way every time we record. Guys, thank you guys so much. We're still so surprised. And we are. We really are. So <laughs> thank you guys for that. Um just don't forget to subscribe, share repost all of that and just to continue to grow our family yeah our gg fam Mm yes so um if you guys are new listeners how we usually do we do catch up and then we dive into the episode so we'll go ahead and catch up um oh ellie and i went to we had a little spa day was it what two weeks ago now almost two weeks ago yes oh guys it was amazing um so guys let me tell you how this whole so the spa was actually a surprise so tati hits me up like hey when are you available this month um um, i have a surprise or something like that and tati knows i hate surprises hate surprises i love surprises i'm the kind of person i want to know when things are happening i want to know what's going down so she's like i'm not telling you just pick and this whole month of october tati has been surprising me with like my birthday the whole party that they did Ashley and Cindy that was a surprise <laughs> so she comes up with like hey just let me know when you're available so I pick a date and she's like well I'm just gonna send you the address the day of the date right mm-hmm. so um she texts me 30 minutes before like I'm about to leave the address yeah. so I pull up um um and what was this again this was in Newberry 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 Street. Newberry Street so I pull up and then I'm just like, oh, my gosh, Tati. And I realized it was a spa. And I didn't check the place when I was ho- at home. I wanted the full surprise. So when I got there, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's a spa. And then once I got there, she's like, you don't have to thank me. You have to thank Joey. Yeah. So shout out. <laughs> so if you guys don't know, Joey's like my big brother. He's not like, he's le- he's my big brother. So thank you, Joey. Um, Tati and I got to enjoy uh, um, our wonderful spa day. Um, yes. We got um, a massage. Mm-hmm. And then we got a facial. facial. And I haven't gotten a facial since March. And when I got my face facial in March, I wanted to do it often. But COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So finally, I got to do one um, in October. And it was amazing. It was so relaxing. And then we went to grab lunch. Yo, oh, the food was bomb. If y'all, it, it was a perfect day. After we did our spa, we went to we went and grabbed lunch, and we went to Joe's, right? American American Joe's. Yo, American I, Joe's. People be sleeping on American Joe's. Oh, they guys, really do. Add it on to your list of restaurants to try. Mm-hmm. So we went to American Joe's, ordered food. So Tati and I ordered this appetizer, y'all. Yo, the shrimp crostini. If y'all go to American Joe's, get the shrimp crostini as your appetizer. <laughs> hit right it was we our appetizer was so good we got two we got two we was just like bring another one and um something i realized about tati and i like not everybody can go out with us because we don't eat (laughs) 
and we gonna spend. We gonna spend. It was just recently we went we went to eat <laughs> last Sunday, and Tati and I got the bill, and we're like, "Oh shit, this ain't That's bad. It? That's it. This ain't bad." And they, our friends, looked at us like, "You That's guys serious? Bad. No." Like, I'm mind you, it was seafood though. So to me, it makes sense. It was seafood. It was five of us plus drinks. Am I crazy if if I go out to eat and I spend about a hundred dollars and under? That's really reasonable. That's really reasonable. Right. And under is very reasonable. I went to Pink Tacos last Saturday. The bill was like um a hundred dollars. I was like, bet. Like easy. If, if we go over a hundred, that's my minimum. That's I mean, my that's minimum. Not my, like, but that's what I expect the minimum that's, to be. That's really my minimum. If I'm going out to eat with two people and I'm paying for somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And even for myself, if I'm about to spend a hundred dollars of the appetizers and the food, as long as I'm eating good, good. As I'm long okay. As I'm eating good. I'm good. Man, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, we, that was fun. That was amazing. So, thank you, Joey. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much. We need to do that more. This is what they say that thing that's going on, Black women, it needs to be like part of your routine, luxury. Like, yo, that was just such yes. a good day, relaxation. It was so great. And then, um, when I came back, I just like relaxed, edited the, um, one of our episodes. And just relax for the day. It felt mm-hmm. so good. So, so good. I'm trying to think of anything else that I would need to catch up. Anyone else? No, I feel like... Oh, wow, guys. Today, the day we're recording is the election night. Yeah. Yeah. So... How, how are you mm. feeling, Tati? I'm expecting the worst. I won't be surprised if the worst happens. I will honestly... The initial shock will be if Biden wins. And it will be a good shock. But I won't be shocked if Homeboy wins. It's going to hit me later. I definitely know if he wins. I'm definitely crying. And I'm going to just have to wipe my tears and still go to work tomorrow. And Mm -hmm. make it a normal day like I've had to do for the past four years. Which sucks. But that's just the reality we're in. Just hoping for the best. Tati, four years ago, we were at (sighs) Regis College. In our senior year. Senior year, watching, praying, praying in our room, singing, literally having a uh, praise and worship in our room. Yes, like Haitian pe- songs, people, English songs. People were coming into our room having praise yes. and worship with us. Yo, and people come into our room and like pray with us, like, li- <sighs> and literally, like we cried when we. Yo, saw you remember movies. we fell asleep and then Tasha came in and goes, "Trump won." Yeah, and we both were just like okay, and went back to sleep because it's just like I'm asleep, and it's just like I don't even have the mental capacity to analyze what you just said. Yeah, the next morning I remember just walking, and the vice president of Regis saw me, and I don't know if she just thinks automatically because I'm black, mm-hmm. like I was hurt, but she came up to me. She's like, "We're here. We're we're in this together." Like, we're she said something yeah. to me, but all I remember is her grabbing me and just like tears come like running down my eyes mm-hmm. and just That's feeling it. so hurt i forgot his name but he was like the the um campus ministry guy yes our, i forgot his name um dan was it dan. i think it was dan it is i think dan. his name was dan He's and so... i remember once his yeah i went to his office and he was like so how are you feeling about all this i was like honestly i know that i'm a woman so that, that already brings me down the totem pole and now i'm a black woman and now I was just like, I've never felt so unwanted in this country. I never felt so out of place before. And 
I have to say, like, these past, yo, dead ass, I'm 25. These past four years is the most I've experienced direct blatant racism in my face. Mm-hmm. These people don't give a fuck. Trump has them showing their ass. Like, they, the minute he was in office, they were just like, bet, here's my ticket. I can say and do whatever I want. These people and have, these people have been wanting to do this. They just yo, had, they were under the table. They said, They were hidden, hidden, and then now all of a sudden they want to show out. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine, God forbid, we the Trump wins again. What these next these next four years will be so much worse. I just pray that you all please stay safe. Like worse that when this episode drops, it'll be on monday so i don't know how this week's gonna be so please stay safe out here i saw a thread on instagram about you know post-election um safe care care Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so like post my post-election safety is like i'm not going to the stores i'm gonna be very cautious when i'm out kind Mm -hmm. of thing so that's my plan so please keep in mind and just be safe yeah um, definitely do that and it's like like we said we don't know how it's gonna go no matter which way it goes if you want to talk to us about it you already know our dms are always open we love when you guys reach out and share your experiences with us um so please don't ever hesitate to do so especially in heightened times like this because let's be honest if biden does win we can't act like yay that's good for us but we can't act like people aren't gonna show out still out of anger Oh, absolutely. So, no, it either way, shit's either gonna way, go left. Either way, it's Biden. Either way, it's Trump. It's still mm-hmm. gonna be. It's still gonna be a hell of a week. It is. Oh, Lord Jesus, Senor Bonjet. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It's crazy that we're recording this, and it's just like, ah, oh, it's tonight. Yeah, <sighs> but we'll see. Um, other than that. Everything else has been going pretty well for me. I'm with it. it's November. I finished. I got like what a month and a half left, and my first year of grad school will be complete. Mm, oh, mm, pray for mm. me, y'all. Pray for me. Mm. But that's it with me. Everything else is pretty good. We have some good things coming your way, guys. With girlfriend's guide, can't wait to like be able to share news and mm-hmm. all of that. Just keep us in your prayers because, you know, me and Ellie have this tendency when things are going to start to slow down, we like to pile things on. I don't know why we do that to ourselves. Yeah, it's like we love to we love to do so much. (laughs) We do love to do so much. We really do. Um, There's actually other things I would share, but it's like now that we're recording in time, it's a little bit too close. Yeah. too close. Yeah. I, I drop down, I, I, I make note of things that I want to share with you guys that happen, but a lot of times I'm, I'm always careful because I don't know who's listening. Yeah. Before when we recorded like a couple of weeks in advance, it's fine. We can say it in the moment, but y'all won't hear it in the moment. Yeah. But now y'all hearing stuff in the moment and I can't say it right now. Exactly. I can't. Oh, but what I do want to say is thank you to those people who follow me on my personal um, Instagram and who have been giving me feedback on my little poetry that I'm, I'm you know, putting out there here and there. My sis is a whole poet. That's not true. <laughs> a whole That's poet. Ooh, I just read her recent poet. If you haven't, um, Tati can post it on oh, our girlfriend's geez. guide page wow that's you know what we're doing. Yo, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. uplifting black men out here uplifting that's what my yeah. sister's doing 
she has thank you though black men you know praising her beautiful poems i'm done with you (laughs) i love it i love it i love it i'm done with you look what look what a whole pandemic did Look what a whole pandemic. <laughs> Look what a whole pandemic did. But yeah, so you know, starting to get back into that creative side a little bit. Oh, last thing I recorded with the Opinion Factory. Y'all should know them. We post them good enough, like their um snippets of their podcast episodes. If you don't know them, go ahead and check them out. I just recorded an episode with them. Don't know when that's gonna come out yet, but very excited. It was it's a it was a good topic, good conversation. Y'all know how I am. So it was me with two guys started off as two against one so y'all y'all know I hold my own you know so definitely we'll keep an um get, we'll update you guys on when that episode will be out but um I think that's it for the catch up yeah I have nothing else all right <laughs> so usually usually we do an icebreaker but I feel like the way this topic's gonna go it's gonna be a lot of talking like a lot of what are we talking so just... what are we talking about today so where so this episode title is I'm Grown Years Old. Oh. And I've been saying this a little bit recently because I just feel like this is just the essence of where I am in my life. And I feel like this is the essence where a lot of people need to be in their lives. So we're going to skip the icebreaker. This topic goes with a lot of things. Yeah. So that's why I said we got a lot to, to cover. Mm, and I'm ready. This is, this is the most episode I think I've had talking points for because i feel like it can go in so many directions so we're gonna skip the icebreaker meme of the week very simple have you ever met a toxic person with a victim mindset Mm. that's and here we are we're diving in so first thing is i am grown years old what does that mean well you know like i'm two years old i'm five years old i'm 25 years old blah 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 i feel like there's a point in your life where you are grown years old meaning that you are no longer at that age where certain things are going to slide. Mm-hmm. You are no longer at that age where you can't have, where you can't be honest with your partner. Like you're cheating on your partner for what? You're grown years old. Boss up, have a conversation. Or you, your you're, friendship is toxic. Go ahead. You're grown ass years old. You shouldn't allow certain people to walk over you. Yes. You're grown, you're grown years old. Your friendship is toxic. You secretly resent them. Have a conversation about it. Or oh, this is my biggest one. The, hence the meme of the week you're grown years old stop using your traumas as an excuse to be an asshole mm. stop it what happened to you when you were five years old to me you're tw- it's been 20 years at this point you can't keep blaming that person you got to blame yourself if it's still affecting you to that point where now you're not living the best life you could possibly be living it's not that person's fault anymore it's your you're because you're grown years old mm-hmm. so and I know, um, and it kind of goes with maturity. And I know people say maturity doesn't have an age. You could be 21 and be more mature, more mature than a 26-year-old. I get that mindset. But at the same time, I feel like, generally speaking, I feel like this starts around 25. Because I feel like you've lived enough life. You've gone through high school. If you chose to go to, um, have gone to college, you've gone to college. And now, usually around this age, even if you're not in the career of what you want to do, you're at that age where like shit is starting to get real. You're about to get kicked out your parents' insurance. You're paying. You're probably you're paying your own bills. That's what I'm saying. You're paying bills of some sort. You're at this age where the world no longer views you enough to give you pity. 
therefore you need to boss up, therefore you're grown years old. So I say that this starts around 25 and up, and there's certain aspects that you need to have in order to maneuver through life as a grown-ass adult. Mm -hmm. And so throughout this episode, we're going to hit on accountability, respect, communication, confidence, motivation, and health. Mm. That's a lot. That's why I have bullet points. Let's um, I'm going to try and get through them. Let's unpack it, baby. We're going to unpack let's it. Unpack we're going to unpack it. it. Period. So first thing, accountability. Mm. So owning been, your shortcomings. We've, oh, yeah. We, we've ahead. been talking about this since the first episode. We have been. We have. We, that was our like 2020 thing. Hold accountability. Yourself, hold yourself accountable for your actions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So owning your shortcomings just because... Um, so when I say owning your shortcomings, kind of like the little example I gave a little Timmy, whatever happened in your childhood and not to say childhood trauma does not affect you. We a hundred percent know that we know that, but it is up to you to overcome them. Mm. You can't keep blaming your parents for what they did or what they didn't do. And still go around the world and mad at them. And it's like, if you don't want to fix the relationship with the person who hurt you, that's completely fine, but don't let stop hurting yourself. And stop hurting other people who did nothing to you. You need to take accountability for your own pain. I think a lot of times people live in the past and they need to move forward in life. Because a lot of times mm-hmm. we bring our traumas into the future. And that impacts yes. us so much and it doesn't allow us to move on in life. Mm-hmm. And you can't form good Help- enough relationships with other healthy people. Healthy relationships. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, a toxic relationship in any form, relationship, friendship, family, it's just ew, it's such a horrible thing. And if you can do anything to make that better, you need to. And I feel like people always say, like, think that I can't be, a, I can't hold myself accountable for something I didn't do. Yes, someone hits you, someone abuses you. Obviously, like, I'm not saying you take on that blame for that. No, because you didn't do anything. But at the same time, how you move forward, you need to take ownership of that. Mm-hmm. You can't keep blaming the person to and you, you can't keep blaming that person for what they did to you and having it affect you years later when you can't have healthy relationships. Also, you, you can't keep allowing this person to hurt you. That's also, that's holding yourself accountable. Asking yourself, why do you keep allowing this person to hurt you? Why do you keep mm-hmm. allowing this person to hurt you until this point? Exactly. Ellie, go ahead because people love to scream victim but go back to the abuser mm-hmm. and when i this say is, abuser I... this is what no, we're not even talking about like relationship wise yes. this happens mm-hmm. so much with friendships mm-hmm. and family and family Woo, family people think just Yo. because we share the same bloodline that i that means i can i can someone protect your peace someone was explaining to me she was talking to her co-worker and she was just like explaining how she's in a toxic relationship, and her friend, her um, her uh, her friend was like, "Why don't you just leave?" And she's like, "Nah, it's not easy." And she's like, "Who are you in a toxic relationship with?" And she's like, "Literally, my family." And it's like, how can you escape, run from your family, your family? How can you leave mm-hmm. your family, especially a Haitian family? Ooh, and that's hard. And I do want to say. <laughs> Haitian families, just the Haitian culture is toxic. 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 <laughs> so toxic as in like like so I it's it's toxic. As in like it's so bad. You need to talk to somebody, like a therapy mm-hmm. a therapist 
just in general mm-hmm. because there's a lot of things that could affect you even in the f- in your future because one mm-hmm. i've seen a lot of haitian parents they're so like so this is what you're gonna do in school you're gonna study this you're gonna study that and this is how life is gonna be this is who i want you to marry um this is how i want your life to look and you really are just like yo am i gonna be able i'm this i'm grown ass years old yep i'm this years old i'm 26 years old mm-hmm. i'm 27 years old when do i start making my own decisions when do I start when do I start living for myself you're, and not for other this people this world is telling me I'm grown right mm-hmm. but you're telling me Ooh, speak. the bank and the loan sharks are telling me I'm old but you're treating me this way hey but then that's another thing like for that person especially us being Haitian we know how hard it is it's, so it's kind of like how do you escape you, but at the same time you need to hold, you gotta put you need to hold yourself accountable yeah you really I know it's hard but the same way in a toxic relationship you know that you have to leave a lot of times mm-hmm. we need to escape our family we need to leave our family we need to leave the toxic relationship that we are with your family I understand mm-hmm. it's your family you love them that doesn't mean that they can't be in your life but there's a limit there's a line that needs to be mm-hmm. that needs to there's a line that needs to be crossed oh god okay so this is this could have actually been in ketchup but here we go personal from my life so i'm haitian we're talking about how haitians are toxic i'm stressed out like you know haitian mother only child um girl child, like, it, child. there's a toxicity in that that's really like it's very hard and especially working full time now as a nurse in this pandemic and going to grad school full time and having this podcast full time. And now I meet with my trainer this many times a week and I meet with my therapist this many times a week. I have so much going on just on a weekly basis. And it's like, it's, it's just too much. And my mom stresses me out a little bit more now only because I don't have enough time. So, and I tried to explain this to her. She knows I have anxiety, but does she really knows what that means? She doesn't. No. She doesn't. And I can't fault her for that, but at the same time, I have to hold her accountable and saying, whether you understand it or not, I'm telling you this. Mm-hmm. So I need you to act accordingly to this. We got into a little argument, um, I think almost two weeks ago, and she got mad and she hung up. And I was just like, bet. Okay, that's fine. I get it. Because sometimes we do that. I even do that. And I know it sounds really bad, but I do that because I can't at the moment, I can't do it. I, I have to let go because I know my short fuse with her and I'll explode and I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just hang up. And she gets mad at that, but she does it to me too because we both get, you know, it's a little toxic. I get it, but I love her. We're Haitian. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I texted her. I'm like, mom, I love you. And I know you don't understand this, but sometimes you stress me out. And it's not always always a bad thing. I'm not trying to blame you, but I need you to know that when you do this, it makes me stress. And if you don't understand that, it's okay. I still love you. That's why I texted her. <laughs> True Haitian fashion. She texted me that. She texted me back. I'm just asking you to do this. How is that stressing you out? You can't blame her. Like, think about it. Do you think she was allowed to even have these conversations with her mom? Exactly. That's what I said in the text. I know you may not understand and that's okay. I still love you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then I texted her back. Like I said, mom, I know you may not understand, but I still love you. Once I get home, I'll definitely do that for you. That's what I said. 
That's what I said. Because I'm just like, I'm not even going to argue back and forth. And this is what I'm also learning in therapy, to understand things in other people's perspectives. Especially when it comes to the Haitian household. It feels like we're the, always the ones who have to compromise, but to be, they, they never will. No. They never will. So in order to have my peace of mind, I just have to be able to still accommodate her, but still put myself first at the same time. Mm-hmm. So then I get home, whatever, fine. Then she recently had something that happened to her. She was telling me, oh, I don't know. I couldn't sleep. I was shaking. My heart was beating. I just don't know what's going on. I was like, mommy, you were having anxiety. Mm-hmm. And she goes, that's what it is? Mm. And I was like, that's what I go through. And I was like, when I tell you, you make me stressed, it's not to hurt my feelings. It's not to hurt your feelings. But I don't like the way you don't like feeling that way. I don't like feeling that way. And when you give me stress, I feel that mm-hmm. way. And she didn't say sorry. She didn't say oh anything. But she understood and I saw it in her face that she was just like oh this is what it is so all that to be said is just kind of like you have to hold yourself accountable to put boundaries or just even if it's not boundaries to just be able to explain yourself and be like this is what you make me feel Mm -hmm. this is how I feel when you do this they may not understand but also you they may have a come to Jesus moment like my mom Mm -hmm. and they get a little bit of what you're going through so you just have to be able to put yourself first speak to them it's not about them understanding it's about you being able to feel like you're doing exactly. your best and trying to help them and then for like for i know I, i'm sure we have like um listeners listening that have strict Haitian parents or mm-hmm. um live with strict Haitian parents it's really just communicating i remember it yeah literally tati said only child living in still living at my parents house i remember mm-hmm when I started traveling my parents that's something I wanted to do I love my mm-hmm. parents were like against it I literally had to put my foot down that was the boundary like hey listen I'm I'm, I'm going. gonna do this this is what I want to do <laughs> they were like sissy but they're gonna be okay guys I want to let you guys know they're they're, they're good gonna, they're going to survive Haitian parents should be in Hollywood, as actors and actresses, they are the most dramatic, Drama. dramatic, Mizzummy. dramatic, like dramatic people ever. They will just like, oh my gosh, Mizzummy, Pakai Spirit, cannot breathe. But they're gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be. They'll be all right. Be okay. Tell me, my mom. They're breathing while they're telling you breathe. they can't breathe. Like they're okay. Right. My mom still complains about how, like, oh, she can't sleep. Oh, my gosh, you're out at, like, you're coming back home so late. Meanwhile, I do come home. I see sis is sleeping. And that's Knocked out. out when I'm out. It's like I can't even have my own fun because I know mm-hmm. sis is just going to complain the next day about how. Yo, to the point that I had to, I'm just like. No, no, I like, don't. If you call me, I'm not answering. And she still calls me and she goes, I'm, I'm going to text you, but I won't answer your phone call. To the point she would keep calling, keep calling, and I wouldn't answer. Then she stopped calling. She just texted me, texts me now. Because I'm like, because we're, we're not I'm doing this. I'm grown years old. I'm grown years old. Okay? Sorry, I'm grown years old. <laughs> we're not like, doing this. Thing. My parents do. Before I go out, they ins- they put a fear in me. Like, oh, Fatosio, be careful when you go out here. This can happen, blah, blah, blah. So for the longest time, I get anxious. Yeah. Oh, I have I have something to share with you guys. That me too. I froze this Saturday. I will share with you guys. So my parents were like, when you go out, be careful. This can happen. So when I go out, I'm always so cautious. You would think like my heart starts beating mm-hmm. sometimes if I feel like I'm at a place sometime and I feel uneasy, like something's going to happen. So this Saturday at Pink yeah. Tacos, guys, mm-hmm. whew, Lord Jesus, 
I'm sitting down. I'm having um, dinner with a friend. And this man walks in. And you're supposed to check in so you can be seated. But he comes directly in the middle of Pink Tacos, guys. Tati, my heart starts beating. My friend is enjoying his lunch, his dinner. And then my heart starts beating like crazy. Because all I see, and you know it's um, Mm -hmm. Halloween, so people are dressed up. All I see is this man, like, reaching in his bag. But it was just something about it that just didn't seem Mm -hmm. right. And then I see, like, the um, the Mm -hmm. host walking towards him, like, what are you doing? Like, you can't come in the center like that. You're supposed to, like, check in. But he was, like, looking Mm -hmm. around the room and then reaching into his, it was like a satchel thing. Automatically, my Mm -hmm. brain was just like, what are you doing? And I'm, I always do that in general whenever I go into places like, okay, here's the exit, here's that. But it's just like, it's just what my parents have always put in my mind. Like, when you go out, be careful. Yeah. So it's just like, whenever I um, do go out and they do that, I'm like, you guys need to stop doing that. I don't like when you guys do that. Because you guys, you stress. Yeah, because it's, it's not, and the thing is, it's, it's not, not coming from a good place. It's not like they want you to be, they, they do want you to be careful, but they want to scare you, and it's working. It's time. never, be careful, have a good time. It's like, it's just if they want careful. you to, like, say, oh, okay, this can happen to me. All right, I'm going to stay home. That's, let me stay home. It's toxic. Yeah. It's toxic. I'm going to stay home. It's the, it's the stay home, but it's where's the It's the stay home, but where's the husband like, for me? <laughs> like, I don't make it make sense please when you figure how I can stay home and have all that let me know because I'll, I'll stay home that's fine yeah so family's toxic figure it out. but we need to know when to draw the line when to set boundaries mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always what I always say whenever it comes with someone in their families a lot of people are like well that's your mom that's your dad work it out yes I do believe in that but to be honest to only to a certain extent you could be my mom, you could be my dad, you could be my husband, you could be my child, you could be anybody in my life. But once I feel like the relationship we have is so damaging to both of us, it can't continue. Or if it's going to continue, it has to continue with boundaries. And those boundaries may have to be, we don't hang out, we don't communicate that yeah. often. But there's still love. And I love you when enough you are to years set old, that boundary. You need to know how to set boundaries. Set boundaries with your friends. Set boundaries you with your family. That is so important. If you don't know how to set boundaries, mm-hmm. and you're listening to this right now, like you need to figure out how to do that. Yeah, because oh Lord Jesus, you only have a short life, and there's no reason to be living it for other people. When you don't there's set no boundaries, reason to be miserable. For you other are people. putting yourself last, and when you do set boundaries, you're putting yourself first. Hmm. Exactly. Well, that was accountability. Next thing I have is respect. Y'all. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into respect in other ways, but we are millennial millennials in our society. We see this all the time. Mm. Cheating. Cheating, 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 cheating. I don't know why it's so embedded in us as millennials as society so much but y'all need to stop when I tell you and I will say this till I'm blue in the face my husband the basis of our relationship will not if be there's love, respect, it will be respect listen honey it will if be there's respect. respect there is love 
love will follow automatically. Love will follow automatically. I don't know how you can disrespect me and still love me. What I tell y'all, people, y'all need to stop being pussies. <laughs> you guys need to respect people. No, because it's it's like because what what other name is it? speak him. What what's the other name? Like so cowardly. It just it just it just baffles me how you have no mm-hmm. regard for someone else's feelings, someone else's um heart, and. And it's not even a situation, oh, you, like, like I always said before, it's like, oh, no, you fucked someone else with that. It's just the, it just shows you how much of a bad person that you are to intentionally want to hurt someone that has mm-hmm. done nothing but try to be there for you. And even if they have hurt you in the past, mm-hmm. take accountability and walk away. Like, no, I don't know why people listen. karma. <laughs> I don't know why people out listen. here messing with God's children. Like I God think we talked about this in the God last episode. A lot of times, like people who cheat, like I, like Darnell said, um, I don't know if you, I forgot his last name. Darnell, he has like mm-hmm. his own, yeah, he has his own like podcast and stuff. Um, he says that it's hard sometimes to trust people like this because if you can hurt the person who's the closest to you, mm-hmm. the person you're sleeping next to, mm-hmm. the person that you're having such an intimate relationship mm-hmm. to. You can literally just backstab them in the back mm-hmm. like that. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I can't trust you. It's, 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 it's scary. It's scary how people fall asleep at night. At ease. No, no, no nothing. I, I, I just don't understand it. Um, and I just really feel like people need to understand that you are messing with someone's heart. And you don't know the ripple effect that that will have on someone else and it is not a good thing to walk around thinking that you can do whatever you want with another human being I think the worst thing you can do and um and I'm speaking now um this is for anybody but me I'm a black woman I'm gonna marry a black man in the name of Jesus amen so already as a people our choices are limited already as a people we had no choice but to get brought here by someone else we had no choice but to get raped. We had no choice but to get killed. And to, and in society today, we're still getting killed. We're, we're not choosing to be murdered at the hands of these white supremacist cops. That's just happening. Our choices are so limited by outsiders. The last thing we need as a community, when we're already so... We've been beaten physically and emotionally and mentally. It's mm. to have someone else who looks like me who goes through the same challenges as me to now beat me down emotionally and mentally. I'll take that from the outsiders. I'll take that from the white cops. I'll take that from the white people. I am not taking that from a black man or a black woman who has gone through the same hardships as mm. I am and is now your choosing I, I'm just to beat me down even talking more. I'm to people about relationship. I'm, talking, I'm tired of talking to women about relationship and them talking about, nah, I don't want to be in one. Why don't you want to be in one? For someone who's never been in a relationship, you know how much fear that puts in me? Mm-hmm. Why don't you want to be in a relationship? Oh, I don't trust men. Oh, why don't you want to mm-hmm. why don't you trust men? Oh, this happened to me five years ago. This is what happened to me. And I'm just I'm tired of hearing about it. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about beautiful, successful, mm-hmm. loving relationships. Not these bootleg ass, cheating mm-hmm. ass, 
dirty ass relationships mm. that you guys mm-hmm. are giving out here mm-hmm. and i just hear it too often mm-hmm. i hear it too often yeah and i'm not talking yeah. specifically to men i'm talking to women too because we're gonna cut this narrative that it's only men because we know it's it just to, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest women do do it better and that's not a thing to brag about to be honest that's really not a thing of thing to when people say women do it better I'm like yeah they do but that that makes me want i'm ashamed that my gender does it so much better that it's just like we're not getting caught doing it we're still doing trash ass actions like these men so as a whole we need to do better it's just like have respect for yourself it's not even just the other person have respect for yourself because to me to for someone to purposely be able to hurt deceive manipulate all that to another person. No, no. Clear, there's something no, wrong God internally. Is watching. There's something lacking something. there. God is going to... just. God does not let people hurt I'm, their children. I need Stop playing with God's children. playing with God's children. <laughs> like, y'all have not read the Bible. God was like, no one get on that earth. I'm fed up. Water. Water. <laughs> like, what? Like, y'all need to stop acting like this man can't get mad. Stop. My, you better be my mom has always said this to me, and this like, is my Haitian mother. She ugh. said, still today, I ask God for forgiveness for my sins because this shit travels for generations. It travels for generations. Amen. And I, I mm. as a black woman, I refuse mm. to, 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 to harm a black man in that way i will not do it in the same way for mm-hmm. me i rebuke mm-hmm. in the name of jesus mm-hmm. i rebuke i rebuke it i rebuke, rebuke. a black Amen. man that's gonna come my way trying to hurt me in such a way mm-hmm. I, I think don't i think the other day i said this to this away <laughs> i said this to this guy someone i'm talking to i said to him yo if someone ever cheats on mm-hmm. me, just know I'm going to jail. And and I don't think he heard well, me. I was like, if someone cheats on me, I think I'm gonna go to jail. And he goes, "Damn, I felt like that that came from your core." I'm like, "Yeah, I mean that." <laughs> it did. You know, I said the same thing. I didn't go to jail. Um, it's never worth going to jail, but yo, I get, but you think it's when guys, when guys no. girls say that, <laughs> not, nah. yo, when I tell you those shows like snap and like, I get when you're like, your mental goes away just a little bit. Yeah, my, and you forget and then things happen. Like my mental I goes understand, away. Like those crimes of passion. Just imagine, just imagine if this is me. So power. Oh, only. Only the blood of Jesus can see, hold me like, down. It's just your... I said this to my parents. I told my parents, and they've looked at me There's... like, oh, our daughter is crazy. I'm like, no, guys, I'm really not joking about this. Like, mm-hmm. God, like, I will. I will do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, um, I, I just feel like... If this, I hope this and you know why? never goes mm-hmm. into the court of law. <laughs> so, <laughs> God forbid... <laughs> God, God forbid something happens. You know, we just talking and talking. We just chatting. Like, we just chatting. We just chatting. Little black girl. Can't hurt anybody. <laughs> Yo, but to me, like, there's honestly so much disrespect a person can take. And 
it's the worst kind yeah. of disrespect when it's from someone you trust and you love. So just have respect for yourself and have respect for other people. If you don't give a fuck about yourself, then let that other person go. Like, there's no reason to hurt somebody and to cause them damage that, especially just, at this age, will like, be very hard to recover from. for someone who's never so, has been so close, like, I've never been in a relationship where, I just want to say something. So I've told a few mm-hmm. guys recently I've never been in a relationship, and they've been so shocked every time I say this. And I just don't know why. But anyway. <laughs> I just realized that. Like I guys recently, I was like, Yeah, I've never been in a relationship. They looked at me like, What? You've never been in a relationship? And they're like, one of them was like, Wow, that really makes it like that seems like you're really content with yourself. I'm like, Yeah, I am. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't um, I be? I just it just really shows like if you're gonna like someone who's so close to you, like you're so intimate with. Like, how can you just betray mm-hmm. them and disrespect them like that? I just, I don't get it. I don't. I know. I don't get it. And yeah, relationships fizzle, fizzle out, which is completely fine. But like, stop holding on. You know why it's so selfish? It's because it's like, you know, deep down inside, you and the person aren't supposed to be together. But you're too selfish mm-hmm. to let them go be with someone else because it's not you. If it's not meant to be you and you feel the same way, and like, granted, I know it's hard. I know it's hard to see someone you love, even if you know you're not supposed to be with them with someone else. I get that. But still, you knowing that you're not meant for that person, that person's not meant for you, to be so selfish to know that and still refuse to let just them Just like be Keisha happy, Cole said, if you don't Adam, love like, me the way you ugh. should, just let me go. Okay? Just like Keisha, <laughs> Keisha Cole said, I should have cheated too. When I, okay, no, I'm not promoting shout, that. I'm not promoting that. But Keisha says a lot. I'm shout just saying. <laughs> but that was, yeah, that was our little thing on on respect. What's the next one? What's um, the next one? Damn, this episode gonna be long. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. This wraps up communication. Ability. This wraps up respect. If you don't know how to commit, if you don't know how to communicate at this age, you should you should have passed first grade. But here's the thing. Here's the thing with communication, though. Just because you know how to communicate doesn't mean you're communicating effectively Mm, for the other person you're with to comprehend. And this is just like you need to know someone else's love language in order to be able to love them properly. Mm -hmm. You need to know someone else's communication language. Like me, if I meet a guy, just making it real simple. And even with my friendship, Mm -hmm. I am a FaceTimer. I I like I can text and yeah, but sometimes my text is coming off dry because I'm a FaceTimer. My personality you will see through FaceTime. You're not going to see it through text and even a phone call. You're not really going to see it through that either. So it was just kind of like I have certain friends who be like, "Yo, Tessie, you're texting and you're mad dry." But I'm like, "Yeah, because y'all know I don't text. I'm a FaceTimer." Like, I, but they know this. And even with guys, it's kind of like I hate the texting stage when you're texting a guy because I'm just like, "This isn't good enough for me." And I know I'm coming off probably a little blah because I am a FaceTimer. I text things like the communication, the sincerity. It's like we could have said the same thing in person and you could hear the sarcasm in my voice versus we're texting and it takes me five I minutes really to respond back to you. Like it's not in real stage, time. What you should really do is really communicate and ask somebody like, what is your communication? Um, what is our what is your favorite way of communicating? Is it texting? Is it calling or is it FaceTime? Yes. Oh. Because I'm a FaceTimer. I'm, and if you don't got an iPhone, we could do the FaceTimer Instagram too. video chat. Like, that's just me. Like, just recently this year, like, 
I love a guy, like, we start texting, and in the middle, don't even mm-hmm. ask me to FaceTime. Just surprise me. Catch, catch me catch me off guard when I have my just, yeah. on and, like, my, my bonnet on, and I'm, like, all jumpy, yes. trying to take shit out. Catch me when I have, like, my, my mask. Catch me when I have my mask on my face, Do and I'm that. like, okay, oh, he FaceTiming me. Ah! <laughs> something like that yes do that because it's just like that's just how I am but like like you said I think it's very important to establish that in the beginning just and it doesn't even have to like like so like I feel like people think that's awkward but it's like yo I'm easy I just want to let you know like I'm not the best texter but when it comes to FaceTime yeah. like that's just you know that's just how I communicate better it's not saying we have to FaceTime every time, but it's just letting you know if you feel like things are a little uh, through text, try FaceTime me. You may see a different side of me. A personality will pick up more. You'll get so to I know me more and you'll know what I mean through text. We were talking to and then you guys had a date plan and then things like kind of died off because, yeah, because I didn't want to oh, say because I don't know if you listen. you guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So um, I don't know. So like Um, you told me like things died off because you didn't respond to something he said. And then um, because you explained how you're not texting, do you think you should communicate that more with guys that you start to talk to? Yeah, I just started. I have to. I've been told by my friends you need to do that. I just started thinking of (laughs) I just started to think like, (laughs) hey, maybe she should start communicating that in the beginning. I need to do that. Because I am not like once the thing is I'm a texter. Once we've established the rapport of like you can see my personality through FaceTime or through in person, because then it's like my text. Like if I'm sarcastic, you'll know you'll pick that up. Versus if I'm like that off the jump through right, text, right. you're gonna be like, what the fuck is this? Bitch? Is she being a bitch? Is she joking? Is she you know? So yeah, I and do need to. I do want to add on I need for to communication. That hey, I just saw a post that said like, hey, girls are really out here feeling hurt and not communicating things to their partners and and then um um the guy I was, was just like, about to touch uh, on that well Go some ahead. other girl some guy had said that and then the, um the girl was just like yeah because when we communicate it nothing ever happens but it doesn't matter ladies we shouldn't like let months mm-hmm. go by feeling hurt about something so like i'm the kind of girl something happens two days i'll bring it up two days later I can't bring things up um, mm-hmm. immediately when things happen because I gotta, I gotta process it. I gotta see if it's really, really um, overreacting or is it Ellie just like, you know, this really hurt me. And I'll bring mm-hmm. that shit up. Never have I let a guy do something to mm-hmm. me where I don't bring something up. I'm just not that type of person. If I don't, if I don't bring it up, just know that we're not talking anymore. Yeah. I'm the kind of person. If something's up, you're getting the cold shoulder. I'm not talking to you. My language of being mad is silence. Mm-hmm. And I got to commute. It's not healthy. So this mm-hmm. is, I realize That's that. not always so healthy. So I realize that I have to communicate. If so, especially in like talking to guys and like relationships. I got to be like, hey, listen, like last week you said something that got me mad and it got me really upset. And this is why it got me upset. And I just rather you, hey, do this instead. Or rather you communicate this instead. Like, um. Mm-hmm. I was explaining um I don't know if I touched base mm-hmm. about this. I don't know if I talked about this in other episodes, but I was talking to a guy in the beginning of the year. Communication poor. Poor. This is the guy. Oh yeah, I did guys. This is a guy I was talking mm-hmm. to you guys about how he went 3 or 4 days without texting me, right? I was 
just like, yo, that is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're trying to, if you're trying to woo me, if you're trying to, you know, like, you got to step it up, mm-hmm. sir. Like, there was a change. Yeah. He was switchy. Um, he was really switchy, right? So, like, <laughs> I was happy. So, I was just like, listen, it was bothering me for a good week. I didn't bring it up. And then I finally was like, Ellie, you got to bring this up. I was like, listen, I don't appreciate how you go missing for like a good five days and it's just like, hey, love, how you doing kind of thing. No, unacceptable. Like, if you really want to talk to me, if you really are trying to pursue me, I'm going to need you to put some effort in. I'm going to need you to communicate, text me. I know you're busy during the Mm -hmm. day. Just be like, hey, listen, like, um, today at work, it's pretty busy. Just know that I'm not going to be texting you as much. Um, I just want to let you know I'm thinking about you. That's it. I don't need you to text me all day. You can call me later on at night. You don't even have to call me later on at night. It's fine. Just little text, just checking mm-hmm. in. And he just didn't see nothing wrong with it. And I was like, bet. All right, sir. This is me holding myself mm-hmm. accountable. This is me drawing the, the line, setting boundaries. We're done talking. I cut it off. And a little update. Listen, ladies, if they really Period. like you, they're going to come crawling back. I just want to mm-hmm. let you know. So recently, sir has been texting, calling. Mm. And I was just like, so where was this energy? Where was this energy, baby? And where was this guys, energy remember, before? Um, we posted on our page of um, men giving women um, advice. And one of them was that if his energy changes, ladies, mm-hmm. just do yourself a favor and just walk away. Just walk away. And that's what I had to do. Mm-hmm. I had to walk away. I'm not going to yep. I'm not gonna try to beg a guy to call me and text me. What, what do I look like? What do you know how many? Let me, let me. Do you know how many? Do you, do you know how many? You let listen, them know. You, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not gonna brag, but I just want to mm. say from that point on, there's been many more that I have to search. I didn't have to search high yeah. and low for. Okay. You know, there were just blessings coming high and low. Life. So don't. Okay. Don't stress yourself, ladies. If there's not a guy texting you or calling you, let him go. Sis, don't don't beg no guy to to give you attention. Mm. Another exactly. many many will because another one will. Plenty, plenty, a plethora, plenty, plenty. You saw what Jesus did plenty, with the loaves and the fish. Plenty, plenty. <laughs> Y'all saw what Jesus Preach. did with the loaves and the fish and Preach. how many people he fed from that? Plenty. Preach, sister. Okay. Yo, I'm in my Bible today. Anyway, I'm going to just come at the ladies real quick about communication, though. So a lot of women beg for a guy who can, mm. who can communicate when they can't communicate themselves. And I say this to say that a lot of people, a lot of women... Like you said, Ellie, like we'll hold things in and then get mad and not say anything. Hold things in, get mad and not say anything. But like you expect the guy to read your mind. And I used to be like that too. We grow, we learn. Y'all need to stop doing that. You need to stop being afraid to show a guy I think that the you word care is that, enough um, to be hurt. You need by to them. allow yourself to be vulnerable. There, I saw, I saw this um, post that said mm-hmm. there is strength mm-hmm. and vulnerability. I think a lot of us are seeing vulnerability as a weakness. And I used to be like that. I could not be vulnerable at all. I could not allow a guy to see how much I like him. I was mm-hmm. so tough. I'd be like, oh, you like me? Okay. Deep down, I'm kind of like, ooh, he like me. I like him too. Mm-hmm. Like, I never wanted to see a guy. I never wanted a guy to see yep, how much yep, I like him. Yep. 
And this year, I've allowed myself to be so vulnerable. And yo, let me tell you, you feel more powerful. You feel like you have more control when you're vulnerable. Even asking a guy out on a date, you feel the strength in that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. That's a story we, I shall tell another day. <laughs> story for another day. Story for another day. Too or, soon. Too know, soon. I was gonna say a little something about me, but it's too soon. Um, too soon. Yeah. So it's just like you have to be able to talk and let people know how proper communication starts. That's how you're able to do it. And I also learned even in therapy, like it's no longer like he you said this and you made me mad. Da 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 da. Especially girls when we argue, that's what we do. It's like you did this and that made me do what I wanted to do. No 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 no. It's just like, yo, I feel like I statements. I feel like this. When you did this, it made me feel Mm -hmm. like this. I feel hurt when you do this. Not you did this, nigga. Like, you have to learn how to Mm. talk to Mm -hmm. people. And especially with guys, guys are very turned off by like, like, that's like sending them the long text and they reply to the last line you said. They can't process all that shit. You come in with a whole was it AK-47 automatic and blah, 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 blah. Like, chill out, bro. Chill out. Chill out. Uh-huh. Like, calm that's, down. You don't need to hit them with all that. That's why I say it takes me, because I'm that guy, I'll be like, yo, you mm-hmm. got me so pissed. Like, what the blah, blah, blah. I, If you get me mad at the moment and I communicate that, that's how I'm coming. That's, wh- that's why it yes. takes me two to five mm-hmm. days to process Yo, Ellie's Come, a whole business transaction two to five days. Whole, I'm a whole business transaction. And recently, um, not recently, but like in the past months, I had to communicate something with a person. And he's like, yo, you waited a whole 72 hours to say this? Yes, I had to, boy, because if I didn't, I would be coming at your neck. And you wouldn't have mm-hmm. liked that. But look, we're having a very adult conversation right think, now. Yeah. And it's true. I also feel like it is important to take your time in order to communicate effectively. But at the same time, you also need to know, even though silence can be a weapon, you could be weapon using that weapon against yourself. Because that is also um, a mental and emotional abuse tactic oh. of icing someone out. And, and it's uh, making them feel like I did something wrong. I don't know what I'm what I did wrong. And it's making them second guess themselves. And that's not healthy for them. So if you need your time, that's fine. But communicate that to that person. Like, hey, there's something you did that did kind of upset me. Um, I just want to let you know that I can't speak about it right now. I just need time to process mm, it. But mm-hmm. I just want to let you know I will be talking to you about it this week. But mm. I just wanted to let you know if things are a little off, don't take it too personally. I just need time. That's mm-hmm. it. Because the whole blank no communication thing that's emotionally and mentally fucking up the other person that's not fair to them okay that's really good um also for communication there's one thing i want to communicate <laughs> get it communicate <laughs> okay so um ladies if you are interested in a guy but you are not interested in him sexually please communicate that mm. um you can communicate that you want to be in a platonic relationship with somebody. It is okay. Mm-hmm. I recently had to do this this year. And the guy I communicate with was like platonic relationship. And I was like, do you know what that means? And he goes, yeah, I do. But after a while, he was still trying to make moves I didn't understand. I was like, sir, um, I don't think you understand what platonic relationship means. So I'm going to explain it to you. And... It's okay because, like, we're not going to put yourself in awkward situations um, 
like later on if you know if he's trying to make a move on you you set you set things straight with him that hey you're just looking to be friends you're just mm-hmm. looking to go out have a good time and just like communicate that with them because a lot of guys they'll really just be taking signals though like they'd be getting mixed signals so just mm-hmm. communicate with them like hey i just see you as a friend like everyone just talks down like the friend zone thing it's okay like you still want to be his friend and maybe later on things will get serious but at this point you just want to like not do anything sexually you just want to be friends Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's good to communicate that and it's hard to do that though it is really because it's like you think they're cute Mm -hmm. oh it's kind of like it's he was he was he was he was handsome he was very handsome mm. like very much handsome but sir i just wanted to i just wanted to be your friend and you know the thing is with that it's kind of like okay you want to you want to let's just call it spade to say you want to fuck not saying i don't want to but i don't want to right off the jump because i don't know you too well enough for that i would like to get to know you a little bit but then even with that as girls once you get to know them you fall for them and they're still not falling for you and now you're in a situation where you you get you know him well enough you have sex with him, you're into him, and he's not into you, and then damn, it's like shit. Mm-hmm. Here I am. And- I'm in a conundrum. <laughs> you're in an entanglement. So, <laughs> so um, also, I realized with guys that this is like a little like turn on for them. Like the more you kind of like, the I don't chase. want, I don't want you. I don't want to do anything sexually with you. I just mm-hmm. want to be your friend. They're like more like interesting, interested in you. Yeah, I don't know and why. There is a time though. They're like, okay, she wants to be friends. Okay, I'm gonna be her friend, and then you're okay. I'm gonna eventually get it, nigga. Fuck around and just fake around to be my friend. You're gonna fall in love with me. Period. <laughs> That's period. Okay. I wish I told well, a cool ass bitch. I wish I told a few people that like, hey, like I don't know if you've ever, you guys ever seen the movie Walk to Remember. I want to remember. <laughs> so I walk to remember. She's like, promise me you you won't fall in love with me. Don't fall in love with me. And, and he sure did. He sure did. I'm gonna start saying that because yeah, I'm like nigga, listen, fuck around and fall in love. Flips, flips here. It's happened before. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. Okay. Speak on it. Well, moving on from communication. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Oh, oh, yo, I'm so I apologize for this long episode, y'all. We got three more bullet points, and then you know we can get there. So, um, confidence. We are too old to try to be conforming to others' expectations. Be confident in who God made you to be. This is my biggest problem. I feel like I am the most confident, inconfident person ever. Like, if y'all see me on my personal Instagram, deadass be having ramps in my pink robe with my purple mushroom on. Like, I'm that type of oh. girl. Like, a wash day hair, crazy. That's who I am. Everyone knows that. But at the same time, I have this insecurity in me when it comes to like oh my god he's so cute like I just have this insecurity in me that like is like crippling and I don't get how I'm two people at once but I am but I really go ahead you know what it is I think Mm -hmm. it's because how did you get to the point of being so comfortable doing the bathrobe and doing the hair thing how did you get I think you 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 know you started to do it casually you were at first you thought oh my gosh I'm doing it yeah, you got nervous, but then you gradually started doing it more. It's the same yes. way with guys at first because you're not so used to talking to them. to them. Yeah, you're just gonna mm-hmm. have to do it more and exactly. more until you you build that confidence. And it's to the point where like, there's niggas on my Instagram speaking present day right now that I find very attractive, and mm. I um, 
that like communication happens here or there with them. And you would think I would not be posting those type of, of stories on with me with my hair guy out like you know with like that and I and I still do and they still view it and they still hit me up. So clearly it's a like clearly they're still attracted to me. Clearly they they still find something where they would want to communicate yeah. with me after seeing that. So I don't know where this insecurity comes from in my part, but I also think it does have to going back to communication that you're not going to get my personality through text or DM mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. typing. It has I'm such a more in person, I'm not really nervous. In person, I can spit game. Like <laughs> you're gonna get the twerk. Oh, Tati, it's Tati, gonna be thrown at you. Tati can spit game. Tati has, through Tati, I have spit game. <laughs> you gonna catch it. But when it's through text, and I feel like you can't see like the way I'm smiling, the way my eyes twinkle, the way I make you laugh, my sarcasm. I just feel like I don't know how you're perceiving things. And I have a biggest thing like I don't want anyone to perceive me in a bad way. Mm-hmm. So. But we're still grown to that. We got to be confident in who we are, stand in who we are, stand in the truth that God gave us. You're, you're, we're too grown. You're a grown ass years old where you should be comfortable and just being yourself. I like mm-hmm. the episode we talked about how, like, we feel like we're two different people sometimes. Like, you got to be, yeah. you got to be, um, I got to be Ellie that my parents know I am. I got to be mm-hmm. Ellie that my church members think I am, or I'm the Ellie on the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I'm Ellie at work. Like, just be confident and just choosing who you want to be. Who do you mm-hmm. Who do you choose to represent for yourself? Exactly. So we're going to move on to motivation. We are too old to be lazy. Mm. Ooh, now, child. Hey. Granted, ask my mother. She's gonna call me lazy. You know what I mean? She's gonna do it. So I'm like, your room's not clean. You're lazy. You didn't wash the dishes. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. That's what she's going to say. But ask me, a person who works 36 hours a week as a nurse in a pandemic, who's in grad school getting her um, master's to become a pediatric nurse practitioner, who's a Black woman surviving in America, who has a podcast, who works out, who goes to therapy. I'm not lazy. You're motivated, sis. Okay? You're, I'm not lazy. You're motivated. And when I say motivation and don't be lazy, yeah, little things like clean, clean your room, washing this, is like you do those things. You don't always do it when your parents want to, but you get them done. I'm talking about whether it's a nine to five, you're an entrepreneur, you're a creative, whatever you're doing, be hungry, strive for the best, do the best. And when I say that, I don't even always mean like go for that promotion. Sometimes you're content in where you are in your job. You don't want to go up. That's fine. That doesn't mean you're lazy, but where you are at, be the best of what, at what you're doing. If you want to stay at that level, be the best at that level. Mm-hmm. Don't ever be so content where you find yourself unmotivated and slacking. Mm-hmm. And especially in 2020, doing all of these things, I've noticed as much as I crave for like a day of being by myself and not having something to do, when, I, when I'm when i so unproductive, it, bother, it bothers me. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, me and Ellie, like we're cooling now. We're adding all these things on top of our plate. I, like, those, I don't think I can sit. I love feeling the rush of things to do, but I hate it at the same time. I hate it. it go, it's the best and worst type of anxiety. So with motivation, like what I have to say is that like, I think a lot of times we talk about having standards when it comes to like relationships. 
but we should mm-hmm. also have standards for ourselves and just our lifestyle in general, just like yes. our jobs. Like Taffy said, there's nothing wrong in being content in life with your job. There's nothing be- there's nothing wrong being content with your life in general. But mm-hmm. it's not having a plan for yourself and trying to like elevate yourself. There's always room for improvement. There's always room to mm-hmm. elevate yourself. Whether it's like you have a dream that you want to follow like try to have try to build like yourself up so you can like reach that goal reach that dream Mm -hmm. and also having Mm -hmm. standards for yourself of like what you won't settle for and how you will continue to motivate yourself to reach the goal you want to reach exactly just always like it's just I don't you just got to be a motivated person in life like you just can't just be like well I'm here this is the best I can do I don't want to do anything else and even if you feel that way I just feel like still there's like there's still always something you can do in order to better yourself Mm. it doesn't even have to be like okay well I'm gonna go ahead like even so say you lose weight you get to your goal weight are you done no you're still gonna be motivated to keep yourself at that weight so you're staying where you are but there's still a sense of motivation to stay at that place right number one to be at that goal weight so it's just like, never just let yourself go. Just always stay on top of yourself. Be on top of your game. Mm-hmm. And lastly, health. Mm. So I have come to the conclusion recently that I am so content being single, right? And I am okay with that. Who knows when God will send me my husband? It could be five years from now, 10 years from now. It can be tomorrow. In Jesus' time, in Jesus' name, amen. So with that being said, I'm not stupid at the same time. Yes, I'm 25 now, but I'm not going to be 25 forever. And I know as a woman, we do have a biological clock and time is not always on our side. And I know as a Black woman specifically, I am more susceptible to many, many diseases and that's not okay. So I am taking health in all aspects more seriously in terms of mental, hence the therapist, in terms of spiritual, just got myself a new teaching Bible, in terms of physical, my trainer, because whenever God decides to send me my king and whenever I decide to reproduce, I want to be in the healthiest Mm, state mm -hmm. overall Mm. to produce an emotionally, physically, and mentally stable human being into this world. Snap fingers. Because I refuse to bring into this world a person so damaged because I did not have myself mm-hmm. together. And that's that's so amazing because you see how you're, the first point that you brought up was accountability, how you're holding mm-hmm. yourself accountable to bringing such a perfect, a, a semi-perfect life yeah. for, for, mm-hmm. uh, uh, for a human being that you're going to be bringing. Babies are perfect at birth. It's us who fucks them up at a certain extent. Mm-hmm. To be honest, like the first, you you steer them because they, they can they're so helpful a lot of you. a lot of us um are gonna be exactly how our parents we talk about how toxic our family is but you don't cha- mm-hmm. you don't you don't change you're not changing you don't change yep. you literally take that toxic to- like you take that and you add it on to your next the next generation and i refuse to do so i refuse therefore i'm working on it now so when i say health i mean health overall like mind body mm-hmm. and soul and um, I actually was reading for school and it was just like, at 30 years old, your body physically starts to fucking go away. <laughs> like, um, you're at 30 is when your body starts Lord to really Jesus. feel the changes of age. I got five years till I hit that 30. 
Like, if you're 25 to 30, right now is the time for you to make those changes that will permanently affect you later on. Mm -hmm. And I just want y'all to know physical and mental and emotional go together hand in hand in hand. You can't be good in one if you're not good in all. Mm -hmm. So those people who are going to the gym every day, eating clean, blah, 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 but then are going home and then are fighting depression and don't want to take charge and don't want to talk to someone about it, you're not healthy. Why are you even going to the gym? Mm -hmm. For what? What's the point? Because you're not healthy overall. It's a whole package. You have to do them all. It's a whole package. Mm-hmm. Oh, and as thing though, sexual health oh go ahead sexual health but also what i want to touch base on black women in general please educate yourself what i personally am doing now that i have my own health insurance is that i'm going to be looking and just literally getting my own team of like black healthcare providers mm-hmm. when it comes mm-hmm. to my health my personal health um, when it comes to my mental health when it comes to just like um everything else because i feel like it's important Mm -hmm. for us to do that now and even just down the line of like when i am when i when when i'm pregnant um yep oh yeah that's a major (laughs) that's a major thing and i know a lot of us i say this all the time but it's always a blessing i don't think a lot of just people in general especially when you're young you think hey i'm just gonna have a successful um birth i'm like everything's gonna go well but it's a blessing it's a blessing every time you give birth to a child. And I don't think a lot of us know that because I think there's so much going, so much that's going on that we don't hear about of how so many black women die at childbirth Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. so much, so many babies don't survive. So like, please educate yourself. Um, Please. I I want us as black women to take um, like childbirth and like our, pregnancy like in our own hands mm-hmm. and just not leave it at the hands of these white ca- white health care providers yeah um us choosing yeah. like who do we want to to support us during um these mm-hmm. sensitive times mm-hmm. yeah yeah not to say if you feel comfortable with a white provider that's completely fine that's completely fine you don't always have to go with what your race is but no, it's okay to to look for someone who looks like you as mm-hmm. well. That's completely I, fine. Per- personally, I just feel the most comfortable. Like, um, this is us. Damn, I don't want to bring this up because I don't want to ruin. Oh, because um, oh, that's on tonight too. Is that on it tonight? is on tonight. Oh, because of the election. Okay, but spoiler alert. Um, so Randall, spoiler alert. I'll just mm-hmm. say it. I watched it today, yeah. so I'm happy. So Randall has a white therapist, but he just was just like, yo, like, there's certain things I'm not able to talk to you about as a black man. Like, I just feel comfortable mm-hmm. just having a black therapist. And that, that was, that was beautiful. That was powerful. That was powerful. I was, ugh, Randall. Randall's the star of the show now. It used to be Jack. It's Randall. It's Randall. It's Randall mm-hmm. now. Um. So last thing about health, sexual health, guys. The other day, not the other day, like maybe two weeks ago, um, and you know, there's HIPAA, so I'm not gonna, but there is um, an 18 year old patient of ours who we had to let him know that he is now HIV positive. Oh, Lord Jesus. And I didn't make that call because that's above my scope of practice. But when I tell y'all, and it's, and it, it I, the whole, the whole entire shift, the whole eight hours, I was mentally like, it affected me. First thing I did, I texted my little cousin who's 18. I'm like, yo, this is what I'm about to go to. Like, this is what we have to tell an 18-year-old. Like, be careful out there. 
Like, it's just, it was such a feeling that you are 18. And not saying your life is, um, your life is over. Um, thank God medicine has come a long way, specifically regarding HIV. But your life is definitely altered in such a big and traumatic way. And that just hurt my soul. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you guys to wrap it up and be safe. Wrap it up. Please, 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 please. You do not know how many times I've had to tell wives that their husbands are cheating on them. And they dead ass ask me, does that mean he cheated on me? And I got to say it in the most, not saying yes, but let's not yes. be stupid way possible. To the point, she's going to be like, can I catch chlamydia from just sitting on a toilet? I'm like, you caught it from your husband's dick going in you, which means it went into something. Like, I didn't say those words, but it's like... Denial. (laughs) Like, yo! It's so frustrating, but I know it's so emotionally damaging. And I need y'all to... Like, whoever, whoever, whoever ends up with me, whoever lays with me next, they're gonna look at me like, what the fuck is this requiring? Because I'm gonna require that we go get tested together. Absolutely. Um, I don't because I think Tati, I know hmm. we brought this up in previous episodes and you always hear Tati and I talk about this. Ask for my charts. My chart. My chart, sir. Can I see your my chart? Ma'am, um, can I see your my chart? I told you I've done it before and I've seen it. So you can see it's okay. But then those results, depending on how far back you stay, you still may want to, you know, get retested, definitely for sure. But ask for those things and um People will look at you like you're crazy. It's true. And, like, I get it. If you're not in the healthcare field and someone asks you that, you're kind of just like, wait, what? It takes you aback a little bit. If they refuse to do it, then bet you know what you're dealing with. Nah, I'm good. But at the same time, a person should always respect you, not even putting your own health first. And people take that as an insult, like, oh, so you think I'm dirty? Nah, nigga, what if I'm dirty? Like, you trust me that much? That's what you trust guys me. Guys really that be much? trusting girls. Yo, and a girl, guys, when a girl says she's on birth control, best believe she's lying. But anyways, <laughs> you trust me that much to not think I'm dirty? Like, wouldn't you want to make sure for your own self? Like, I'm trying to, like, come on. Like, no. So definitely take care of your health overall, guys. Health. Because it's really Health sad. is important. Health is very important. Health is, yo, health is wealth, bro. Like I said, we're black. I think, we're really about. I think 2020 mm-hmm. has shown us how important health is. Health is. hmm very 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 much mm-hmm. so and i had this whole episode coming later on down the line about you know women and vaginal health and stds and all this stuff so it's like we'll get deeper into that as the our episodes continue but definitely health is wealth take care of yourself one thing can lead to another you think you just got this well it turns out because you got this you got 10 other things mm-hmm. so just you know pause it call we're in a pandemic pause it relax it's right. a pandemic it's a pandemic (laughs) but anyway guys we just wrapped up this very long episode the last thing that we have to do is just go ahead and do our melon monday and i'll make it quick so this week's melon monday is someone i've known for i want to say like probably like 20 years right now by now we went to elementary school together she was a grade younger than me she's really good friends with my younger cousin so um Today, this week's Melon Monday is Famous Tammy's Closet. Mm. So this is what we're going to talk about. So Famous Tammy's Closet is an experience for women to take their wardrobe to an unmatched plane of confidence building. My hope is that with the hand-picked pieces by yours truly, they'll help you boost your confidence, boost the confidence of women who can never seem to find the right look. 
Thank you for stopping by in my closet. I hope you find something cute for yourself. Before leaving this space, just remember the words of Mark Jacobs. Clothes mean nothing until someone lives in them. Mm. With that being said, I hope you rock your new pieces with a lot of confidence. Just remember you're beautiful, amazing, and you've got what it takes to do anything you put your mind to. And I am so, so, so proud of you. Like I said, we've known each other for a long time. Just seeing you grow up and the things that you're doing, I'm so proud of you. This is amazing. I've heard nothing but good things, literally. Nothing but good things. The pieces are dope. The pieces are cute. They're about, she's about to come out with a new launch set. Ooh, line. I need that. And I need that. I, 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 I need that. About, like, I, need know, that. I need a lounge. Because, you know, we're locking up back right now with Corona. But once we open up, you know, you want to go over a little base house and a cute little lounge set, whatever, you know. So I'm so, so proud of you. So, guys, Famous Tammy's Closet. Um, she will be posted on our page. So take a... Um, Keep an eye out for that and go ahead and support a black woman doing her thing. So, so proud of you, love. Congratulations again. And yeah, guys, that is our Melon Monday praying for the results tonight in our favor, Lord Jesus. Um, and thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Hit us up if you guys have any comments about it. And don't forget to subscribe, like, leave a comment, rate anything you can do to show the love and support we appreciate you guys thank you guys have a wonderful monday and have a wonderful week bye